five things that you can get rid of right now on your website to make it more engaging and more modern. Welcome to the Profitable Maverick Podcast, where side hustle warriors and full-time ride-or-die business owners come to chase their dreams. Nobody else serves the goods as straight with heart or has your back like Tom does. Come learn how to become the most profitable business owner in the room. To double your income, to triple your time off, and to get your business rocking and rolling like you want it. Being an independent maverick in business has come of age, and let's face it, doing business online these days is possibly the only way you're making a living. So join this community of like-minded mavericks on a mission to reach your highest potential and improve your business with the Profitable Maverick. Now, wow, wow, here's your host, host, host. Well, okay, let me take the radio voice <laughs> Because the host, well, that would be me, Tom Burchell. We're talking about your website today. I'm chatting with some entrepreneurs and they've been asking, what are the things to update or spruce up or make an update or make more modern my website? If you've built your website any more than two years ago, maybe even just 12 months ago, there's probably old school tactics, processes and things you've been doing on your website and we want to fix that today. Five things that you can get rid of right now on your website to make it more engaging and more modern, updated, and in tune with what's happening in the landscape of the internet. You might be surprised at some of these. First up is going to be remove, wait for this, your social icons. What? (laughs) Cue record scratch. Yeah. So most folks are quite proud of their, well, (laughs) maybe proud or embarrassed about their social. But if you're putting your social on there, you're probably proud of it, right? You want people to go look at it. However, what's the point of your website? The whole point about social is to engage people where they are. But then, like the goal of it is to get them off social into your world, And your world is your website. When you go from the social world to your website, you want to get them into your ecosystem and engage them. A couple of other things I'm going to talk about today are ways to do that, ways to engage them. That's why I picked and put this first, because it's counterintuitive. People are like, well, I I want people to, to see me. But here's the thing. Here's the nut. In a staring contest, who's going to win? Have you ever had a steering contest with kids or one of those blink contests? So who's going to win here? Social's going to win every time. So what you're doing when you put those social icons and, and there's a, a popular app because I see it on tons of people's sites. I don't want to say who it's from, but you probably know. And it puts those social icons wherever you scroll on your website. It just locks them right there. Are you kidding me? Here's the reason why. Let me get to it. Social platforms have been created to cause, I'm going to use a powerful, maybe controversial word here, but you'll get it. It's addiction. We are all, and I'm going to include myself, and I'm not a very social guy on social media. I'd rather be IRL, like in real life. But those social media sites are meant to be addictive. And in a staring contest between your website and those little icons that are sitting off to the side, your visitors to your site are going to go to those websites, those social sites, those other little eye candies that you are prominently presenting on your website. 
what's the point? You, you got them to your ecosystem and your website. You want to keep them there, not entice them away. Because in their mind, psychologically, they're thinking, I really need to go to Facebook and check that post that I just did to see if somebody's liked it yet or to see if someone's commented or to see, oh, wait, I haven't checked Instagram for a while. And ooh, I, I see the Instagram icon right there, right? You're immediately taking them out of your ecosystem. Not a good idea. <laughs> so what to do instead? Put them down in your footer and change the colors to make them grayed out. Just saying. If you want them available, make them available. If they seek it, let them find it. But don't dangle it out there to satisfy an addiction they have. Because in that staring contest, the social sites are going to win every single time. So put them down in your footer. Gray them out. Or put them the color of, of one of your accent colors or a main color of your website. So it kind of blends in. You're not trying to hide it. You're just trying to mute it. Make it available if they're seeking it. If they wonder, hmm, where's this person's uh, Facebook? Or where's their Instagram? I wonder where it is. Where are they going to go? They're going to scroll to the footer and say, hey, people usually put stuff down in the footer. And oh, there it is. There's the social. I'm curious what their feed looks like. Okay, great. They decided on their own to go seek it out versus you dangling the carrot of that social thing that's ever present wherever they scroll. It just stays there. Not cool. Not good for you and your website and your ecosystem. Number two, here's another distraction in the same vein. I just see this all the time. Videos that you have on your website, that you may have on your YouTube channel, that you haven't unchecked the suggested video thing, right? So it's in the same vein. A video viewers plays awesome. It's great. You talk about something on your page that's relevant, that's right there. And then at the end of it, boom, 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 boom. Oh, look at this. Cat videos. Oh, look at like it fills with the typical because that's YouTube's purpose is to get more eyeballs onto videos and serve up more videos. There's six, eight, 10, 12 video selections that are complete distractions from the moment you just created in their mind psychologically. You have them on a, maybe it's a landing page. Maybe you're explaining something on how to get started with you. Maybe it's one of your signature offers and they've gotten to the point on your website and discovered and they're looking at this explainer video that you've got. Awesome, great. They're in your ecosystem, in your world. And the video ends and then they have 15 other choices of distraction. They're gone. In their mind, they're gone and they have to pull back from... Again, I'm going to use the strong word, an addiction of clicking at something else instead of staying in your ecosystem and following through to that next step. Your conversion is just tanked. What to do instead? What to do instead is on that video that you've brought into your ecosystem that you have on your YouTube channel, you've grabbed the embed code to put it on your site or your web designer person has done that. What you need to do is have them uncheck in the YouTube world the link, not the link, the checkbox that says present suggested videos. They need to uncheck that first, which changes the embed code, and then grab that code and put that as an embed link on your website to stop that from happening. The result, when you come to the end of that video, it's just a blank black screen. Nice. 
The person has just stayed in your ecosystem. Everything you just explained is still washing in their brain and kind of rolling around in there and just on top of mind for them. And then they'll scroll or whatever you have happening on your website next will happen. So uncheck that box before you grab the embed code. Number three, this one, not quite as, uh, I'm not quite as intense about, but it just shows up so much. Stock photos. Sure, we want to throw a photo and photos are good to have on your website, but particularly about people, stock photos with people in them. We want to have our sites, our website ecosystem with visuals and photos are a great way to do it. And stock photo companies take lots of pictures to do that. However, it's not authentic. People see it like a mile away and and they see, oh, stock photo. And what I'm going to suggest here, what to do instead, don't be so lazy. Put more effort into what you have as visuals on your site. Just a little more effort can go a long, long way on creating a more authentic experience, a more warm experience, a more relevant and intuitive experience to what your content is and what you're trying to accomplish on your site and what you're doing there. So stay away from the stock photos, particularly with the people in them. All those folks with those posed larger than life smiles with all models set up, folks in the background, someone in the foreground, right? (laughs) Like get more creative, put a little more effort in. Number four is dead ending thank you pages. I compare this to in older days when we used business cards instead of digital versions of connecting with folks. Whenever someone gave me a business card, not immediately to be so obvious about it, but I would flip it over to glance and see if they use the real estate on the back of the business card. It's 90% of the time a blank page. Of that 10%, 8% more folks do some kind of cheesy thing on the back that's over the top salesy because those are the types that have had the creativity to do something back there. And then there's three, maybe 5% of folks that use it well, tastefully, right? Be a person that uses these opportunities on your website tastefully that are similar to the back of the card. So here's an example. When someone fills something out, there's usually some kind of success indicator that your site will do. Your web programmer will put in place or that you've put in place if you're DIYing it, doing it yourself. Get more resourceful with this. So similar to the last one, don't be so lazy here. So with the stock photos, don't be lazy. Put a little more effort in. And the same thing here. When someone fills out a form and sometimes it's just the word success or successfully submitted or thank you, right? Just this little indicator might pop up. Do more with it than that. For example, go to literally an entire thank you page. This is the equivalent of doing something meaningful and tasteful and useful as putting something on the back of a business card. So create a thank you page. Get an explainer video on there. Spend more time with the eyeballs, the people that have come to your website. A little explainer video of you saying, thank you for filling out my newsletter form, my opt-in form. It'll be coming to you soon. Here's a couple of things to do. Move it out of spam, right? Like have a little description of how to get it out of a spam folder and then present another offer. Don't make it cheesy. Add more value. Say, hey, Here's another free thing. Maybe maybe do that, right? Maybe they just signed up for some free PDF or a report or something that you have. That's pretty typical. A freemium, a lead magnet, these types of things are used. Have another page that's the landing page that's the thank you for filling this out. And, oh, I wanted to give you, add something else. Maybe do a 10-minute video right there on that thank you page. The little explainer is like a 60-second, a hey, 
look at this thing below that, but this thing that I also gave you. Maybe it's training on the PDF. If they're interested in the PDF, they're probably interested in the training. And then in your email, put a link to that as well. Link back to this web page that has the 10 minute, 12 minute, the seven minute, whatever it might be, instruction that adds more value, that walks them through that PDF. It adds more value. Your, your reputation, your goodwill will ratchet up. You, you just gave them more free stuff. I've seen tastefully folks will do an offer on that thank you page. Don't waste the opportunity to engage and connect with people more with these dead end thank you pages. Other places that you can use it on your site. Just look around and see where there's where are these dead end streets, cul-de-sacs, threads that go nowhere on my site where I could oh flip that into a page, do a little explainer video, talk about getting my free thing, talk about getting your latest offer, whatever it might be. Number five, I'm going to talk through two more. I'll do a bonus one, number six. So number five is long paragraphs. I see this so often. And what I find is the challenge here is you as a business owner will write out copy for a page and then you're giving it probably to someone in your team. And yes, they've loaded it up on your site. Yes, it's there. However, it is difficult to sort through. Think a little more of the psychology of folks hitting a wall of text. Boom. Here's this wall of text that they've just hit. We scroll. We're used to social sites where we scroll through with a thumb. On websites, we scroll and we move forward quite quickly and we process information really fast. And to slow down and to stop and have to read through tons of paragraph. I'm guilty of that. And I'm conscious of not doing that on my website. I'm a DIYer. I build my own site. If you go to TomBirch.com or TheProfitableMaverick.com, I've built that all myself. And what I try to do is create space. And I learned this from my, well, a few places. I've got an advanced psych degree and I specialized in cognition, how people process information. And I know that that is a challenge cognitively for people to hit a wall of text and try and synthesize it all. So create white space. Here's what to do instead. Add white space. Either you yourself or have your team do it. Be more conscious. Tell them, add more headers. Do more bulleted lists. Create more white space visually on the page so that, here's the phrase, the words and the text can breathe. What that does is gives a little mental breather of being able to consume and follow along as you look down that website and follow the words and the headings and one thing will lead them to the next and they'll want to move forward with it. I know some academics, lawyers are terrible for text, right? They're used to text. They live in text. They document everything and they are reading documents all the time. Their websites are usually just document rich. It's just all a wall of text. I mean, you can just see it there, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) You could have five headers inside that wall of text there and you have one at the top. It needs to be spread out, broken down, more white space put in. So that's long paragraphs. Number six, I'm going to do as a bonus. And this one is, not everybody has these, they're becoming a little more popular, but testimonial pages. So testimonies are fantastic and good. However, again, here's this challenge, and I think this is where it happens, is business owners will give their team or their web designer, here's my testimonials. And they can go, hmm, I'm thinking SEO. Hmm, I'm thinking practical. I'm thinking it'd be great just to have these all in one spot. So they make a testimonial page. Oh my gosh, nobody's going to look at it. Why would they? 
just just a self-promoting, hey, you're wonderful kind of thing, which testimonials are, but you made a page on your website that's actually a testimonial page doing that, people are going to go, yeah, no. What to do instead? Intersperse them throughout your site. Oh, and this leads to another bonus bonus. I'm going to add this to the conversation here. Advertising of your own stuff on your own site. Okay, cue record scratch. (laughs) What? That too is getting lost in the noise. People are attuned psychologically and cognitively to ignore ads, banner ads, widget ads on the side. I keep putting my hand up kind of, I'm picturing uh, the computer screen and the interface and then the ads off to the right, right? (laughs) Or down at the bottom. What to do instead is make them native in your experience. If it's on a blog post, just talk about it in your text of what your offer is that you might want to have an ad for. Just talk about it in a paragraph as it naturally comes up in the conversation of what you're posting about and then have a link to it. Make it native, inherent, a part of your content. If you've got a landing page that is offering out a freemium that you have, As you're dialoguing about it, your other offers are naturally going to come up in it, which is the point of the lead magnet, right? Just talk about it, put a link to it. Maybe you want to have an inline little, possibly a banner, but make it subtle, not flashy and overt, make it more covert and just naturally occurring inside your text. So that's where testimonials can be done as well. And what to do with testimonials is there's a number of plugins. If you're a WordPress person and most folks are, or find out whatever in your platform is that hosts your site of how to do this. There's a number of WordPress plugins out there that are managing testimonials and you can go and tag them for different topic areas. And then on your different articles, you can configure that plugin to say, well, at any time show three testimonials in this spot right here. So you might have an article or a blog post or something that you're talking or training about and you want some testimonials. You can configure it to have six show up, two show up. And whatever you've tagged them in the back office with, kind of in the background, they will show up there. That plugin will either rotate them or as you tag them and organize and put some effort into your testimonial experience, those testimonials will show up in different spots on your website as you configure it to do. And in this way, it's more a natural occurring thing. It's timely because it's relevant right into that spot in that moment where the person was wondering about, oh, should I be picking up on this offer that they're talking about or not? Oh, little testimonial there with some social proof, fantastic. Versus forcing them to go to a separate testimonial page and just get lost. I've seen some people that put like dozens and doesn't they're they're wanting to make this impression with the impact of their testimonies of like hundreds scrolling page that just goes on forever really like i'm gonna go to that page i don't know nice archive great monument to how great you are but i'm gonna say don't do it don't have a testimonial page catalog them all, curate them all, tag all those, stick them into a plugin and have the plugin manage and curate all that information, all those testimonials and have them showing up in appropriate places that is native, similar to that other example I gave of having ads, have them native in context of what you're doing. Well, that wraps it up. I'm going to do a speedy summary of what we just talked about here. 
We're talking about things to remove from your website to give it an update. And the first one was social icons. You are going to lose a staring contest with eyeballs that have come to your page between social media and your site. The point of social is to get them off social into your ecosystem and your world. You want to keep them there, not entice them away and have them think about social things. So put your social icons down in your footer and even get rid of the color. Just make them the same color as what is on your website. If they want to get them, they're there. Number two, disable the suggested video player situation when you have a YouTube video or whatever platform you use. Maybe it's Wistia or, or Vimeo or whatever it might be. Make sure you uncheck the suggested videos checkbox before you grab the embed code. That's the key thing to tell your developer or to yourself. Number three, stock photos. Stop using them. Get more creative, resourceful, particularly the ones with people in it because they're usually models and that's not authentic. Number four, dead end thank you pages or successful submission pop-ups. Do something else. Get more creative with that. Actually create another landing page with a little explainer video, a 60-second comment by you saying, hey, thanks for submitting that. Maybe it's an email confirmation. Go into your email inbox. Make sure that you pull it out of promos and put it in your regular one. And oh, by the way, that PDF I just delivered to you, I've got a 10-minute training on it right below this explainer video. Have a look at that. I just wanted to help and serve and support. Number five, long paragraphs. Don't present walls of text. What to do instead is to get white space happening. Use more headers, use more bulleted or numbered lists, break up your content so it's more easily digestible and people will continue to move forward with it deeper and longer and engage with it more. And the bonus one, number six, testimonial pages. Don't have a separate page for testimonials, although it might be practical or a ego stroking thing to do <laughs> as a monument to yourself. Stop it. Intersperse your testimonials throughout your content in appropriate places where it makes sense to have that social proof popping up and people will consume it then and there. It's appropriate when it's available like that. The last piece is if you want to be a guest on the podcast, reach out to me. Let me know and we can get you on the show. It's all from me for today. Keep moving forward with your website. Make it a beautiful, wonderful, amazing thing that is your ecosystem. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend, highly of course, on iTunes, on Overcast, or wherever it is you subscribe to your podcasts. You can get more great information on this episode, its show notes, and our other episodes and shows at theprofitablemaverick.com. That's theprofitablemaverick.com. Until next time, get out there, live more, love more, and be a more profitable maverick. Entrepreneurs have been harmed in the recording of this episode. Freedom truly is optional and is so rarely claimed, so don't be one of those types. Get up there and claim it. Create your own Maverick Manifesto. And if you need help with that, reach out and ask us how. Please always remember and don't ever forget to take action, action, action. Implement, implement, implement. Your life and business depend on it. Storm that castle and become the most profitable business owner in the room. 